Hey guys, what's up? It's Havy here and welcome to the second official episode of the Vandal podcast. Today, once again, I am joined by my two favorite people on earth, uh, Audrey, our designer. Hello. And Xavier, our head of content. Hey, what's up, everybody? And I also undersold what Audrey actually does. She actually <laughs> isn't just our designer. She's our creative director and does pretty much anything. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> anything creative that you see on our page most likely came from the brain of and Audrey. Hands. <laughs> these hands. Okay. And these, okay. Well, digitally. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, guys, it's been a little bit since we have recorded a podcast. Um, we only did one to date, so this will be good just one. one. Nonetheless. Yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah. Um, this will officially be number two. Um, if you haven't noticed our content over the last like month and a half, um, I'd say six, eight weeks has taken a little bit of a backseat, a little bit of a pumping the brakes kind of thing. And there was good reason for that. Um, I'm going to let Audrey talk about this, but super high level. She and I are now in our new place uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. We moved from Columbus, Ohio, where Vandal is still based out of. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But now we're in Arizona, and I just I'm gonna turn it over to, to Odd <laughs> and let her kind of talk about you know what prompted this decision. And yeah, I mean a lot of things, honestly. Um, I mean, really, in short, it was just something that needed to happen for the both of us. We we love the West, and uh, we took a trip in like October last year, and. And that wasn't really the prompt to it, but it definitely added to it um, and just how how much we could see ourselves out here. Uh, we did everything we felt like we needed to do in Columbus. Um, I mean, obviously with Vandal still, that's gonna that's always gonna stay um, a big piece of that in Columbus, but you know, expanding that um, on the other side of the country too is kind of a big deal. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, just life moves, you know? It was great. And yeah. it was, uh, I know that we sprung it on Xavier. I don't think Xavier <laughs> saw it coming. Um, Not that quickly. Like, I definitely knowing the two of you, like, it makes total sense that this would happen. Um, yeah. Just like the pace at which it happened was a little jarring. Yes. Oh, trust me, for us too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was jarring in general. I mean, I, you know, I am definitely a person that, when I get my mindset on something, I do it. Same. And I know that Audrey's the same exact way. Mm-hmm. So this move was not shocking, but it happened very quickly. And just yeah. real quick on Audrey's point about what this means for Vandal, I do want to just clarify that we are still, um, we're 100% still based out of Columbus. Now, we do look at this as a great opportunity for us to broaden our um, brand's awareness let's use that as the terminology for this um and now we can officially say that we represent both the east and west coast um we're in any market that you can think of now in that sense we can reach people Mm in la and seattle and portland really easy houston and austin and then on xavier's end he has the you know the southeast your florida's georgia's and then chicago new york boston you name it so i think this really can over time as we build this brand really help us kind of spread our wings across the entire country. Totally. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, having a, like we said in the first episode, if you haven't listened to that, you should go check it out on YouTube or Spotify. Um, We talked at length about our roots in Columbus and our, you know, foothold in the community in Columbus. And that is not going away. I am still here in Columbus. (laughs) Um, A lot of the business we're going to be doing um, that we hopefully will be talking about. 
um, is going to be done here in Columbus. So that's that's not going anywhere. That piece of Vandal is very much a part of the entire thing. Absolutely. And so as far as like our personal journey and all of that, <laughs> I'm going to stop it right there. Um, <laughs> just long story short, if you've been really craving that Vandal content, we're sorry. Um, but uh, this move is really good for the brand long term. Yeah. And just know that we've settled for the most part into where we're at here in Phoenix. So I think with that, I can officially say that we're probably going to be back on the content grind pretty regularly. Uh, we definitely have some things planned for the next month, two months, and you know we're cooking some things up for beyond that. But know that we are going to try as hard as we can to consistently get back into the role of pumping content out because so far what we've put out, everyone seems to have liked. Good responses for sure. Yes. Great responses. Yeah, we're stoked and, on the we're, dude, we're so stoked. I'm yeah. <laughs> I, up to this point, and and it and I'm really stoked because of of what we've been able to accomplish with you know the three of us and and what that you know kind of represents. I mean, obviously the brand launch video, it wasn't just the three of us. We had some amazing partners through that, took advantage um, and took advantage of that. People yeah. that we're really close with and we're friends with out of Columbus. But um, I do want to talk about a big piece of content that I know dropped between our first podcast and today and that is the announcement of our first signing our first vandal and it's none other than trunks which trunks. i've known trunks for for quite a while um trunks is a halo streamer for those of you who don't know he plays at a very very high level super lovable guy has been in the halo scene forever has some of the dopest montages ever created if you haven't seen them you should check them out and uh i think we can talk a little bit about what that looked like because mm. i think a lot of people see us again as like this small new org on the block but i think if they kind of had the chance to pull back the curtain right and see what we went through and see how long we actually talked to trunks prior to signing him they would see that we operate on a bit of a bigger scale than <clears> just hey you want to be a part of vandal yeah. cool <laughs> stream for us and throw our logo in there that's not the i'm yeah. not going to tell you what the deal with him is but that's not what the deal looks like and um so far absolutely loving that relationship with with trunks and xavier you want to you want to talk about that a little bit sure yeah um yeah like you said we're not a stream team we're not like a collective <laughs> or something like that um we, we're a real organization and that's the way we're approaching this and so uh, when we started thinking about ways to bring other people into the fold, um, content creators, that is, um, we started throwing around names and Trunk's name came up a whole bunch. Um, Justin knows him from from the good old days, like he said, um, and we were just in his stream and we we loved the way he interacted with his chat. He was humble. He was killing it. He, that's the thing that still blows my mind when I watch his stream is he is playing at such a high level and it doesn't even look like he's trying he's like he's chatting so about, about anime it. yeah it's like yeah. ridiculous he's not even thinking about the game it's just like in his hands um and so obviously we loved that and when we started talking to him it just kind of fit um and so once once we started getting that going we knew we needed a, a good way to announce that that was going to happen um and and obviously content is kind of what we do it's what we want to do i know we've we've been on the downslope for a little bit because of life 
Um, yep. But when we decide we want to do a piece of content, we we do it. Um, and so this was no different. Uh, the the song I think was found early on. I'm pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we had yeah. this dope song that we found um, that we we thought would be perfect for this. Um, and illustrated, you know, trunks like, you know, the monster is awakened. You know, it's we're coming, vandals coming, trunks is coming. We're about to take off, and uh, we pretty much just gave that to Audrey, and she did these amazing paintings, basically. <laughs> and then she, I mean, she did the whole thing basically. I did sound design on it. I think Justin obviously oversaw it from a directorial um, standpoint. So it was a team effort, but for the majority, it was is an artistic vision from Audrey. So, <laughs> yeah, I can. Is there anything that I missed that you wanted me to hit specifically? I just kind of rehashed a little bit, but yeah, no. Uh, I think I think the big thing to point out here too, along with like any big endeavor that we do, is that the first idea is is typically not the one that we end up going with, and we actually had like a different direction. Uh, for that at the beginning and it was so much more of a hype video is so much more like it was much more graphic and type driven and um you know very badass and everything not that the second concept wasn't but um i think you know there comes a point when doing a big overhaul animation project um kind of thing like that for for someone like trunks and and we're like is this the right direction um, and, uh, we had to take a step back for a second and just looking at timeline and, you know, all the production things. Um, and, uh, and then we just completely pivoted <laughs> as oh, we naturally man. do. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I, I, I definitely think was the right move anyway. Um, I felt so much better about it. Um, it was more work in the long run, but I still feel like the direction of it, it was so much more different than the typical things we kind of see for launch videos. And it was more, on our brand, I think, um, in terms of like creativity and just, you know, a little more of a hand touch to it. Um, and the song, I mean, I still think our song game lately with like the launch video and this and the, the trunks video is like on our, par. Our, our, I mean, our song game is unmatched. I, and yeah. so, so we, I, I think we are all three Xavier's background is in music and mm -hmm. sound. So I think he more than us, but I get a visceral feeling from music. So like, yes, I may think when I'm out driving or in the sh you know, shower thoughts or I'm just whatever throughout the day, <laughs> I might get an idea and I'll jot it down. But I don't visually see an entire piece yeah. until I hear the right song. Totally. For it. I agree. Um, and as soon as I do, I, I can dive in. And much like... Um, the launch video, the music really did drive the conceptual element of mm -hmm. the piece. A lot of the um, scenes and pacing of it and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. And and so from that standpoint, I, I do want to go back to what Audrey said about it started as one thing and it evolved into this. And it didn't even evolve. It was a full-on pivot. It was a 180. Mm -hmm. um, because what we originally wanted to do was very type typography-driven. It was very... Um, hype piece like you said the Much track was, was a driving yeah a driving mm -hmm. beat it wasn't this more of like, an anthem yeah. right it wasn't this melody of a track it mm -hmm. was very like anthem and and you know we took a step back we got 
decently far into that as yeah well. i think i was just trying to do some like rough animated frames and stuff and i'm just like i don't even know where this is going yeah. <laughs> like it and was kind of like i could only plan so far but well i remember i told xavier i was like because he had asked he was like yeah. how's it coming because there's some things that like we we all do this we're like we'll get into a a, a little passion project within vandal for ourselves and then we'll like spring it on the other people yeah um and that's just kind of a cool way that we work sometimes obviously everything we do is very collaborative but sometimes we just spring it on each just other go for it yeah and we show xavier had seen something originally that was type like d during the podcast the first yeah. podcast, um and we were like, well, we pivoted and went oh, yeah, that's more right. yes. of this painterly style. And yeah. we showed you. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Frame. I was like, come the step into my office. Scene. Yeah. The throne <laughs> yeah. scene at the yeah. end. Yeah. So the throne scene at the end was the first idea we came up with in yeah. that in that realm. Yeah. It yeah. I remember uh, I brought I brought Master Chief into Cinema 4D and just like made a really shitty throne. Just some blocks, you know. Wait, 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 hold, hold, wait. Is that 3D? That? That's 3D. Well, I mean, I, I took like a still from that 3D composition oh, 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 okay, and like okay, painted okay. over it. But yeah, but yeah I was like, started wow, you went so, way harder than I thought you did. Some of it is 3D elements that she then manipulated and painted over. So that's mm -hmm. the right, craziest right. For thing about that stuff, piece yeah. is I think that people look at that and they're like, hmm, I'm, <clears throat> that's an interesting look. I wonder how they how they did that. And I can tell you how she did it. It was all hand done, which I think is a uh, bonkers <laughs> thing and i saw it firsthand because we lived together was like i would come in and she was just like on my ipad literally and, yeah I, I remember a conversation we had i said can you do you think you can do that style and you were like i don't know <laughs> and then like <laughs> a couple right, days yeah. later i came in and you were like painting over one and i was like it might work you know this might work and then like Two weeks later, three weeks later, it was like you're still painting over these. And then you had to animate them. Yeah. And most of the animation was hand animation. And the way that it was animated too was a way that I've never actually done before. It was a lot of like learning as I went, which is very scary um, because the original plan that we had, you know, I kind of like knew how to go about that. I just didn't know if that was like the right direction. But this second concept was like, yeah, let's do something that I've never done before. I've never done stylistically, and I don't see any other references that are kind of like this. Uh, but let's just do it, and we'll see what happens. So it was a lot of trust in me, and it was a lot of like blind faith. Um, but yeah, just kept moving forward, and and it ended up being what it is. And, so. and one last thing on the on the trunks video that I want to kind of interject here is that this is something else that I think makes us really special especially if you are, and this is a little bit of a pitch for anyone out there looking to, who's maybe thinking, one day do I want to be a part of Vandal as a streamer or creator? <laughs> I think one thing that makes us really special is how we make executive decisions on content based around people that are a part of what I consider our family. I consider Jeff Trunks, I consider him like a part of the Vandal family mm -hmm. now. Like one thing that we make very clear to people that we bring on, and that's the reason that we don't have a ton of streamers or creators, is we want to be able to focus on this small group of really fucking talented people, is we want to be able to provide this expertise, these, this our content creation, mm -hmm. our design elements, all that stuff. And something that we consciously decided when we started doing the first round of that video, and we're like, this is cool for Vandal. Is it right, right for Trunks? Exactly. And mm -hmm. we looked at kind of what he was doing in the past and what he's into personally. And he's very into anime. He's He is not this like super over the top high energy 
right kind of person we thought maybe we should slow it down and let this kind of badass in a more subtle way yeah badass in like a yeah a a mysterious out you know Mm -hmm. a little more outspoken you know a little more to himself and i think that we we really helped i don't know kind of visually show his brand through this video even though it was through the lens of vandal and i think that's really special yeah and and i i just want to touch on something like we were talking about the music earlier um if you watch the launch video too, the the music vibe and is kind of you know in that same realm, and it's just stuff that you don't expect from an esports org. You know, right now, esports is all dubstep, electro, like <laughs> hit them in the face with your brand and and stuff like that, which is great. Which I love. I'm a huge fan of a lot of orgs that do that sort of thing, um, and a lot of people do it really well. But I think that goes back to our original mission with Vandal, which is to do things a little differently, right? So we're we're using female vocal tracks that are essentially ballads, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like you're what? <laughs> you're you're an esports org and and you're using slow down tempo music. Um, but I think it's very effective and people comment on that. They they say this is not at all what I expected from you guys yeah. when you said that we you were an esports that. org. You're working with Trunks, you're in Halo. This is not at all where I thought this was going. And that's that's fun to me. That's so cool to yeah. hear. Um and and it's just like it makes me want to continue to push the envelope. And like you said, you learned a new technique for this thing. And I think that is also part of the mission, right? We're we're not totally just we're professionals. We do this every day. So like if we're not stretching ourselves, it's not worth it for us to bring other people into this if we're not going to, you know, grow as well. So we're we're totally. like we're a part of that journey as well. Totally. And I want to touch on something really special about us that you just said is we do come from and I know I I pitch this all the time, but I think it's a really interesting angle is we weren't people in the world of business who looked at this as an opportunity to go and make money. We are professionals in the creative advertising marketing brand design video production 3d anime whatever you want to call it (laughs) this creative world we're all professionals within that we have been for a long time now individually and collectively we we thought we saw a problem first and foremost with the way content was being handled within the world of esports period that's kind of problem solution right we can create a solution to that we're going to make content that is way more thought provoking. We want to take the time and meticulously craft something special every time. And more storytelling. And more storytelling. We're a storytelling, we're a story driven brand. We, yes. we believe in crafting stories and we believe in bringing on people who can, who has a special story. I think Trunks has a special story. I think he's a special person. And so he was really intriguing to us to pick up. But on the side of content, even if we do start really ramping into gear on content, it's not going to be twice a week content from us because we are actively thinking about how we can elevate our game, right? How can we create the the coolest, thought-provoking, head-scratching even at times, like the launch video yeah. piece of content, but it gets people talking and it feels like something that an esports org didn't produce. Yeah. And no shade to this. I... And I know that we all thought of this collectively, and this is why we kind of got down at the table and we were like, agree, agree, agree. Cool, let's change it. Was these videos that are being pumped out by orgs almost feel, I think there's some really talented people 
creatives within the esports space and they're not getting their fullest not potential tapped properly. into mm -hmm. because orgs are making executive decisions to make challenge videos and how many Capri Suns can you beer bong <laughs> in 20 seconds? <laughs> Let's do it out next to our pool in a house that has no artwork in it oh, because man. we don't actually live in this house. Yeah. It's just our content it's a shell. house. <laughs> it's a shell of a home. Um, and it's like, that's the kind of stuff we like kind of turns me off now. Yeah. I've seen it for a decade now and it's just getting more copy paste. I think if you didn't have the creators to separate these brands, you could take the colors away, the creators away, and you put it all next to each other and you wouldn't be able to pick and choose who did what. Mm -hmm. I really believe that. Yeah. It starts to blur together. And we said, we're not going to do that. We have no desire to do that. Will we do some like fun community driven content? For sure. That's, that's a goal in the future. But for right now, that's not what we're about. You're not going to see us doing like challenge videos unless it relates directly to gaming. That's the only time I could see us really diving into it. It was like if we all went against each other and see who could do X, Y, and Z in a specific game first. Those are the kind of challenges, right? Mm -hmm. Like those are the yeah. kind of challenges I could see us doing as like something fun or like a community night. Yeah, well, I, I think it's, we we just, I think we, and I'm not saying we're above anybody else or we're better than anybody. Absolutely not. But I, I yeah. think, <laughs> I think we just don't find that entertaining. Like, I don't think that's really entertaining. Uh, to to watch the same video uh, done yeah. by a million other people. Like, I don't want to watch the same thing over and over and over. I want to see something different from somebody else. So, like, we're not going to make the same thing as somebody else because that would just go against that. Yeah, and that's something I've always... I, I do really respect the Nade Shot <clears throat> approach to the way they handled apparel was... We, I don't care if it fits within the box of esports. I wanted to create clothing that I wanted to wear day to day. Yes. That's how yes. we feel about our content. We, we just want to make content we would sit down and watch. Mm -hmm. And we're actually proud to show, as, as like the artist brain in us, we don't want to produce shit because that rots your brain as a creative is yeah. thinking that I made something that's not good. Yeah. And yeah. everything we make, we still look at and go, that's oh, not. Oh, yeah, we're always we going to be, be critics of our But that's the best part about it is we're constantly pushing because of that mindset. But we're ultimately just making content we're A, proud of, and B, that we would sit down and watch or show to a friend and be like, you have to check this out. Yeah, and and the cool thing, too, is that we're still learning what that what that is to us. Totally. Um, and that's like an ever, ever going process and everything. <sighs> but it's definitely part of the fun. Yeah, and oh, the... the Real it, quick, Xavier. Oh, yeah, Just go ahead. a disclaimer for the general audience that we had in the first episode. <laughs> Our dog is still with us. He also moved <laughs> to the desert. He's currently in here panting because now he lives in the desert. Um, it's air conditioned, so I don't really understand that oh, from a perspective. Um, but if you start to hear him, it's because he just hates fun. Um, but go ahead, Xavier. Didn't mean to cut you off. Just no, that's okay. To anyone that's okay. Dog. I love Rocky, and I'm glad he's there. <laughs> glad he's in the desert. Um <laughs> But I was just going to say, like, um, I think with us, too, um, we're still relatively young in our careers, um, I would say. Yes, we've been yes. doing it for a while, but we're, we're young people. We're, we're young in our careers and we still have uh, we still want to have. I, I would like to think we all have that spark still where when we see something that inspires us, it makes us want to go do stuff you know like oh yeah seeing a seeing a youtube video about like a challenge video doesn't make me want to go make a video it doesn't make me want to go try the challenge but if i if when i'm watching vct on twitch and they drop a new cinematic or something like oh my god valorant their content team 
is they, they have They're no business it. going as hard as they are. There's no Unrivaled. reason. There is no reason for them to do what they're doing content wise, and they are absolutely destroying everyone in gaming right now with I've, their I've never content. Seen, I've never seen a gaming brand do what they're doing. Never. Yeah. In my opinion, I've never seen anyone touch it. I, I always thought that Halo and Gears and, and those games back in the day with their live action cinematics, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that separated those games. But this is on a new level where they're utilizing finally for fuck's sake animation motion design, graphics design i mean design I'm illustration over any oh Audrey, every time we turn on bct she's like it's incredible. beautiful it's, it's yeah. unbelievable it's great yeah i mean it's um it's amazing but as much as one day we would love to dip our feet into the world of valorant <laughs> i do want to say that the game we are 100% committed to right now and will be pursuing on multiple levels is halo and halo infinite um, if you're watching this, I am absolutely certain you are a fan of Halo um, because you're probably not following us currently unless you're a fan of gaming and you're not a fan of gaming if you don't love Halo. <laughs> now, not trying to, wow. you know, not trying to blackball anyone here, but no, you're not a fan of gaming if you don't. Like um, <laughs> just, I'm just I've never played. Um, Infinite. I would just like for us to touch base on this. We're going to have a future podcast breaking down Infinite and what we know on it so far and kind of what we plan on doing within Infinite. Um, but just I want to hear your all's thoughts. So Audrey is someone who really isn't super, doesn't have like a huge background in Halo as a game. Um, I think a lot of your Halo knowledge came once you met me and you realized how much of a nerd I am within that game. Yeah, and I mean, I, I kind of grew up around it, right? So my brother, he was always the gamer growing up, my younger brother, and I was never allowed to touch the Xbox, right? And so I, I did get to watch, I did watch him and, and still to this day, I still watch video game playthroughs and nerdy shit like that. But um, so I'm somewhat familiar with it and uh, and it's cool, especially knowing Justin and just seeing the evolution um, over time of what Halo's brought to communities. And I, I wasn't even aware of how big of a community uh, Halo had and just what it's done for for kids and for, you know, older people. And, for me? It <laughs> yeah. literally gave me a career. <laughs> yeah. I still say yeah. that to this day. Is Halo it's amazing. And just like even uh, like the montage stuff, I didn't know that existed until I met you and just just learning about that and just seeing like what a game can can give um, the world it's, it's kind of crazy so yeah I'm, I'm just excited to see like what happens um, especially with all the controversy behind like you know oh, how will it do that kind of thing so it's, it's very intriguing for me to see like kind of on the sidelines but like I'm still involved but um, I've never played Halo or anything but um, just from an outside creative and like lover of video games uh, and storytelling perspective I'm very intrigued so you got to get on the sticks. Justin, what are you I doing? Know, I know. I want to. You live together. <laughs> I said I would. I know. Man, I'm, I'm not going to. I promise. What is there to play right now? I'm not. I'm not. As much as I love Halo 3, I'm not. I'm not trying to play Master Chief Collection. That thing's a dumpster <laughs> fire. Dude, you got you got to get time. get in the campaign, play through some campaign with. Yeah, we could do that. That's what with Justin Audrey. Told me. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how I you got to do it. Do that we first. Just do that on stream. Yes. Yeah, that'd yes, be awesome. My first my first unveiling of Halo and. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. No, I mean, Halo is um, a staple of my life. It's been it is it has been a legitimate major aspect of my life since I was seriously like a serious aspect of my life since I was like 13. Just a wee wee lad. lad. Um, (laughs) We played it before then, like I was younger when we played like H1. But, you know, those H2 days 
getting that competitive like juice into Halo 3 and really getting the competitive juices flowing. And I was old enough to really appreciate competition by that time. Um, I'm not quite the Halo 1 and 2 head because I'm not quite old enough to have really appreciated those games at that, that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but Halo 3, I absolutely grinded. I love that game. And I, to this day, believe Halo 3 gave me a career in the production video animation world because of the montage scene. Literally the first internship I ever got in video production, my reel was Halo montages. <laughs> and that's no shit. And they hired me based on that. They thought it was that. super creative. They thought it was really cool. And through that internship, I learned how to use cinema cameras. I learned lighting techniques and professional editing techniques and color and all See, of that. See, kids, it's shit. possible. It is possible. <laughs> Video games can now give you a future in anything you could possibly want. Even more um, so now than back then. Yeah, yeah for sure. Way Absolutely. more. Yeah, back then it was it was like to be like a pro player back in like 2008 was a lot. Yeah, it was <laughs> I mean, way it different. Was so much harder. Um, to, to have a career in gaming back then was much, much more difficult. A career in gaming back then meant you were a game developer, right? Um, yep. now it's, well, what avenue are you a streamer? Yeah, right. Are you a creator? Are you a player? Are you a coach? Do yeah. you work for a team? Do you work for a yeah. org? Do you work for a game studio? Like it's anything Crazy. and everything. And it's, it's beautiful. I absolutely love where the gaming scene's at right now. It is the, um, the most popular medium there mm-hmm. is in entertainment. And yep. I think that's just going to continue to rise yep. in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's pretty miraculous um, how diehard video game fans are. And that's that crosses over, right? Like me and Justin had this conversation, not, not a very brief version of it, but like video game, the video game industry has influenced so many different industries like uh filmmaking and uh all the way down to like psychology like therapy through video games like it's not just gamer game developer makes a game sells to a consumer consumer plays the game anymore Mm -hmm. it it used to be like that when we were kids that's what it was you bought a game you play it you play it with your friends and that's it it's it's just a game it's just something fun to do but now it's like it is on so many different levels and has so much cash flowing through it and so many like you said, avenues for opportunity for individuals, for organizations like us, for, um, you know, big nonprofit organizations to really tap into. Um, so it's it's pretty, pretty special to now say that we're a part of it in this way. Um, we, we've all had our individual interactions with gaming, but doing something like this with Vandal is like really going for it, you know, Um and infinite is going to be our our way to really cement our position in the gaming industry and in the in the esports industry. And I'm very excited to see where we can take it. Yeah, oh, yeah. In- infinite is our is our um, I guess you could call it our flagship game, mm-hmm. right? It is. Uh, yes, we would love to enter <clears throat> as many games as possible and really spread our wings and and do all these different things in multiple games and win titles and multiple esports and all of that good shit. Right now, it's still the three of us. <laughs> um, and right now, we're focusing our efforts and we are laser focused on Halo Infinite. And I think there is a bright future for Halo. And it's the first time I've said that in years, probably seven years. There's um, been some is, dark times. Yeah, for sure. Just, I mean, and, and, you know, just to be completely honest, they have to deliver here like yeah. like this game needs on launch to be complete playable 
It can be a little buggy, but it can't be like broken. Mm-mm. And the esports side of it, the competitive side of the game, immediately has to be competitive. It has to be as competitive as Valorant or League or COD or any of these other tier one games that are at the top. It has to come out and be a triple A title. It fucking has to. Because at this point, you have split the hair of your dedicated fan base down the middle where a bunch of my old homies don't play anymore because they hate the fucking game. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not necessarily saying you need to cater to your old school Halo heads. And I really don't, I don't subscribe to that. I think you have to evolve as a game. Um, But I also think that a big reason most people are mad is because a lot of the games over the last eight years have come broken unplayable master chief collection when mm-hmm. it first dropped was actually unplayable so it's you know it's one of those things where i am cautiously optimistic about the future of halo and i want it to succeed so badly because there are so many halo fans and i just look back 10 12 years ago shit, 15 years ago to what it did for me and i just want kids today even younger than that to experience halo for what it is which is an amazing game and I want to be involved in that. I want those same, you know, kids, 12, 13, 14, being like Vandal, watching us in, in competitive play, being like, that's a team I want to root for. I want to I want to play for those guys. I want to be a streamer for those guys. I want to create content for those guys. So I'm very optimistic. I want Halo to succeed. And um, in case anyone was questioning it, which I don't know how, if you follow us on Twitter, which you should be, it's <laughs> V-A-N-D-Y-L on Twitter. We have the handle. Uh, go follow us over there. We've been uh, picking up our Twitter game lately, and it's been really exciting to see. Yeah. Um, but join us. We're closing in on 500 followers on Twitter, awesome. which sounds small, but man, from a grassroots campaign where we're months. not putting money behind it, this mm-hmm. is all organic. That's really exciting. And it's it's 400 and something people right now who seem to really love our brand and like us and are excited about our future. And I couldn't be more excited. Yeah. I, I really couldn't. Absolutely. And And... While we're at it, let's talk about the the legacy of Halo in esports. If we're, t- we're if we're talking about mainstream esports as it is today, Halo, Gears of War, those those are the games that really that MLG took and and created the esports ecosystem as we know it today. Um, and with Infinite, hopefully they can get some of that magic back under Halo and and capture that again and and hopefully bring in some of the old the old fans some of the people like like you who grew up in the scene with the game that remember it so fondly maybe there's a little bit of that mixed with a little bit of this new something that they have to bring um who knows what that is but hopefully it can be the joining of the the two sides because i feel like you're right a lot of the people who were pros or watched mlg events back in that time period when it was like the heyday of mlg lands um don't appreciate the way esports is going right now um with the franchised leagues with the players hopping from team to team with with all the scandals and the cheating and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. and like um i i can't blame them you know i i I really can't it's like it's going the way of mainstream sports which is not anything that anybody wants for esports i don't think if you really love no. esports if you love video games and if you love gaming you don't want to see esports go down the same route as all the mainstream sports that have a scandal in it every single year fifa nfl nba all of them 
it, it's just so annoying to hear about all that stuff. Um, and unfortunately, there is definitely like you can't avoid that, right? It's professional sports um, and there's money. There's lots of money being thrown around and people want that money and they're going to do what they have to do. But I, I think esports with the community that's behind it, the community that's building it, um, esports engine, HCS, all, all the franchise leagues that are out there, hopefully can figure it out in the next five to 10 years and not fall into that trap of, you know, big conglomerate who nobody knows who's pulling the strings anymore, but there's millions and millions of dollars in it every year. Um, I would hate to see that. Um, it may get there and it may be a different version of that in the future, but I, I really hope that they can retain some of the integrity and connection with the audience and the the magic of like going to a land is so special. I don't know, Audrey, I don't know if you've ever been to a land before. We need to make that I happen. Not. <laughs> oh my God. Our dog's also completely. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to stop. Rocky, come here, um, buddy. So, I, Audrey, I don't know if you've ever been to a land before, but it's, it is something special. Have you ever been to one? So, please remind me, what does land stand for? <laughs> Uh, oh, well, well, <laughs> land technically is local area network, right, Justin? Um, ah, yes. Yeah, it's it's where you back in the day used to have land parties. You would take your system oh, or your computer right. yes, and yes, hook yes. them up physically with hard wires um, or, that's or right. over. No, I, thought that, I thought that was the name of an event or something. But yes, yeah, I'm yeah, familiar. Yeah. So the events are. Yeah. So that was the old school way. And I guess they still do it like that. But essentially, mm -hmm. you would go in and they would hook everyone's xboxes up to each other so, so you could yeah. eight man you could run eights and that's how it, essentially lands take all of the um latency. uncertainty uh, and, and latency mm -hmm. the uncertainty of playing online right packet loss lag latency so delay, many things yeah that shit. yeah it takes all of that out of the equation so that's why professional players want to play on LAN. and a lot of people will give people shit where they're like you're only good online Mm -hmm. um it's a really big paying, thing you know? nowadays especially uh with having to have been mm -hmm. online all of last year for pretty much every pro esport um yeah. mm -hmm. it's like when everybody started having lands again it was a there was major shifts i know cod had like really big shifts where some of the bottom teams were like wow we're actually pretty good we just sucked <laughs> online um Dang. too bad it's too late <laughs> um yeah right so yeah it's it's a very different thing but for for us um for you the the atmosphere of being at an event like that as a spectator is really what i was asking about i i had mm. the privilege of going to a lot of uh, cod events when i worked for mlg and dude like f finals winners finals on the yeah. big stage with the, the jumbotron screens and everybody's screaming for their favorite team and it's totally silent in clutch moments. And then when when the clutch happens, everyone freaks out at the same time. It's it. I've never seen anything like it. Not not in traditional sports. Not in theater. Or any anywhere else. It feels. It, it's crazy. It's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, I still say the loudest crowd I ever heard was the first Overwatch. I was gonna Grand say Finals. yeah. I've I've never been to one personally. I've always wanted to. Um, and then when he went and he showed me pictures and videos and stuff, I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. I, I've never even seen anything like that from like looking at my screen perspective. Yeah. That's crazy. They know how to put it on because yeah. they think in a new way, right? Mm -hmm. like yeah. 
these these big promoters and stuff and events teams think differently than traditional sports. So you you're going there for a show, mm-hmm. you know, because there is a lot of downtime as well in esports. Um, yes. So you have to feel that. Right. Um, so yeah, LAN, I'm ready. I'm very excited for LAN for multiple games. I'm obviously I'm stoked for Halo LAN, but I'm very excited to go to some Valorant events. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. In case you were wondering, that was our dog, and we're not entirely sure what he's. If if someone's in our home right now, which th- there's no one in our home, but uh, uh, for those watching, uh, get a good look. Write the description down. Yep. You know, contact some Phoenix police or something. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, if we, we disappear we'll tonight, yeah. it was our fault for not listening to our dog bark at the corner. Of the yeah, room. the one time where he was actually right about <laughs> he, barking. The one time he was right. The one time he was actually trying to warn us and yeah. not just being yeah. a pain doing in the his ass. job. Yeah, not paying rent, but you know. (laughs) So real quick, because I I do want to keep our uh, this episode a little succinct to the point, for lack of a better term. You know, you like that? Um, Is I want to talk about our future a little bit, um, because our beginning was a little bit rocky, who's also barking outside (laughs) of our room right now. Um, But it was it was a little bumpy. I think up to this point. And, you know, with three people, grassroots org, a small org, whatever you want to call it, it's going to be bumpy until maybe forever. Um, And it's just going to be a little difficult. Um, But every ounce of the road, every every inch of that road from idea wouldn't it be cool to create an, a game? Oh, I love those conversations. The, to, the wouldn't it be cool to? Oh, we do, and it, love but those. we did it, and yeah. that's the biggest thing. But every yeah. every inch of that road between let's do this, let's do a thing, to the branding of it, to the video, to trunks, to us moving out here has actually been pretty rocky. There, ha- you know, it's it's not mm-hmm. been the smoothest road, for lack of a better term. And for some reason, this last week and a half. I have felt very, very confident in the future of Vandal. More more than ever before. More mm-hmm. than when we were branding it. And I was yeah. like, we're going to be, Same. this is going to fucking change gaming. Yeah. This is going to change gaming. And we were all sitting in meetings, creative brainstorming. And we were super yep. stoked and hyped. And we were hyping each other up. And like, this is going to change shit. Even more than then. Because I'm seeing real evolution happening yeah. internally actual numbers through behind us it. yeah and then i'm seeing external numbers happen i'm seeing us mm-hmm. actually gain a following and that following being dedicated to our brand mm-hmm. and so i just want to talk about for those people first of all thank you so much obviously this doesn't work without a dedicated base of people who really a believe in us because that's ultimately what you're doing is you're putting your belief your trust your support sometimes your money behind us to do this thing for you and for this community and you know, can't thank you guys enough, but also want to give you just a quick snapshot of what, what the future of Vandal is kind of looking like. Um, and one of them is going to be answering the biggest question I personally get, um, from people on Twitter and discord is, are we looking to bring other streamers and creators on besides trunks? The answer is yes. With an asterisk. Um, (laughs) because we want to facilitate relationships we want to create high quality content for us for the people that we believe in and sign and people who are putting their trust in us trunks is not some small small time streamer he is a large presence in the halo space and we knew the responsibility we had to him when we signed him 
That's why we didn't pick a bunch of people up. Mm-hmm. We would rather dedicate our time, like I said earlier, to a select handful of people that we think can help evolve our brand and we can help evolve their brand. And we facilitate a partnership over time with these people. But we absolutely want more people. Um, we're just not sure what that looks like yet. It will be another streamer or creator. I can also say with full confidence internally, we are having serious discussions about fielding a a Halo team to compete in the Halo Championship. Very uh, serious discussions. Very, very Very serious discussions. Serious. So, I mean, honestly. So serious, you guys. (laughs) Okay, well, Audrey's being sarcastic, but we're being pretty. It's it's relatively. We're thinking about it. Um, (laughs) Um. We're probably not going to do it, Um, but um, with that, there's an evolution of other things. And I'm going to let Xavier talk about this for a minute and really Xavier and Audrey, because they're the ones kind of spearheading this. But what you see and the reason Audrey and I got kind of decked out in our in our Vandal gear today with the dad cap and the tee, which is I forgot how comfy. I know. I was like, what is this fabric? Um, (laughs) Yeah. They are going away. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of these awesome shirts we love so much, not existent anymore. Soon. <laughs> um, they will exist in a different way. Mm-hmm. So let me explain that. Trial and error is the name of the game when you're a small organization like us. And we are not experts in apparel um, and fashion. If I show you what I wear on a day to day, that will be blatantly obvious to you. And then mine is his stuff, so. <laughs> yeah, she just wears what I own. So yeah. really, my fashion is her fashion, so we have no fashion I sense combined. Um, so <laughs> trial and error. I'm not going to tell you the company or anything like that. We wanted to find the most efficient way, the most foolproof and error-proof way to get quality products from point of sale to your doorstep. And I think we found a pretty good solution for that. More than anything right now, and this is not me being Oliver twisting you right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying. T- what? Did you just call them t- orphans? What? <laughs> no, 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 no. Us, 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 us. I'm not Oliver twisting you. Is we are not, we need money to operate. And the biggest thing we found, I just didn't want that to sound, when I start talking about money, like we're like, please, sir, um, is we have to have money to operate this thing, even for a small crew of us now we're not you know this is public knowledge obviously because we're not making a ton of money is we're not paying ourselves we'd rather put money towards our creators our streamers our team our products our website our presence all of that good shit that little disclaimer out of the way one thing we found really quickly when we dropped our initial store is our profit margin was almost non-existent (laughs) um And that is a huge contributing factor to why we're deciding to move. And I think we have found a very, very good solution for us that requires more effort on our end, but will ultimately provide us with more funds to do the shit we want to do and to grow this business and this brand for the future, especially going into Halo, because we want to fucking compete, dude. So... We want to make sure we have the infrastructure ready going into Infinite to make that happen. A big, big thing for us right now is how do we leverage our merch and our apparel to the audience and create something that you guys want to purchase and support from us. So Audrey and Xavier have been working on this really great, spoiling absolutely nothing here, design for a pre-order t-shirt. Um, 
that is looking real nice. Now, <laughs> we have not finalized any design yet. That's happening soon. But be on the lookout for that. With that, when that drops, we will be closing the shop you see that we are wearing. It will go away. Essentials collection. The essentials collection as it is known right now and what we have on will be no more. So all I'm saying is if you do like what you see, if you like the merch, if you saw Trunks do his unboxing and you liked anything out of that, that is that is part of that collection. Please <clears throat> go to our website between now and the end of the month, end of July into early August. It will not exist. And we didn't buy bulk. We don't have dad hats sitting around that if you're like, hey, I really love that dad hat. Can I get it? We won't even be able to get it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so please, if, if you do like this stuff, consider going to our website, vandalgaming.com. And we're not dot, you know, GG. EU or something. Um, dot GG. That would have been a good, yeah. Okay. Um, but go there, check out the site, check out the store. If anything piques your interest, hop on that. Because at the end of the month, it will go away. However, if you're like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm in a spot right now. I'd love to support you guys. Not right now. Not feeling it. I don't, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. And you want something a little more exclusive. Do wait until after that. <laughs> and we're going to be releasing a really, really dope print that um, Audrey and Xavier have really been spearheading. And I'll let them kind mm -hmm. of talk about that. And uh, Xavier, even if you want to talk about the process and kind of why we decided to make that shift, that would be that would be awesome. I just wanted to get that out of the way since we are wearing this stuff and you guys are probably rolling your eyes like, hey, V's got on the hat and the shirt. And Audrey's wearing <laughs> yeah, the shirt. so do I. <laughs> yeah. Xavier's got the shirt on. <laughs> Hell yeah. We did it on purpose. Xavier's just a sellout for us. Um, Absolutely. And so, <laughs> and so no, we, we just wanted to make sure everyone was aware that this stuff, because a lot, a lot, a lot of people have said. Where can I get it? Where can I get it? Our website. It is in the bio of our. It will be in the bio of this video on YouTube. It would be in the description, but it is www.vandalgaming.com. And you can go to the website, click the merch tab, and it'll take you to our entire shop as it sits right now. Last chance. <laughs> Last time I will say it. It will be gone at the end of this month. So if you do like what, what we have available right now, you do need to act on that. If not, and you want to wait, totally cool. I'm going to let these guys talk about. I guess selling you on why you could wait. Yeah, Zayra, I'll let you start with that. Cool. Yeah. The, so he, he, he's right. It is going away. However, <laughs> we have lots of plans to replace these items with cooler versions of themselves um, mm -hmm. and, and better quality versions of themselves. And we're going to be able to control our uh, artistry with apparel, if you will. Um, the way we were working before we were kind of stuck with basically just pasting a logo on something and selling it to you guys, which is not how we want to do things. It's not, that was never the plan. Um, mm -hmm. We've got dope artists here in Audrey. Uh, we have a lot of friends that are also dope artists and we want to be able to, to make things that leverage that and that take advantage of those skills. And so um, prints. Um, we're talking posters. We're talking postcards. We're talking trading cards. Maybe some NFT action in the future. Mm. Um, there's lots of things that are going. We're going to be able to do now on our store because we're leaving this other situation. Um, yes. The first, the first of that is going to be a limited edition pre-order only T-shirt that will be an original design 
of Audrey's that will be a reference to the Vandal launch video. So if you haven't seen the launch video, please go watch that on our YouTube um, because the the shirt will make a lot more sense to you if if you have seen that. Um, and that, in in my hopes, is the first of many seasonal rotations of things like this. So this this particular run is going to be a shirt. It's going to be some prints. Might be a few other items um, that all has this art and this style applied to it. Um, with that, we're going to have a video promoing the shirt, which is going to be not just a picture of someone in the shirt. We don't do mm-hmm. that. Um, the content's going to be content. So you can look for that as well. Um, there will be stills and everything like that up on the website and on our Instagram as well. Um, Vandal Gaming over there. And um, the the reason we we wanted to do this and why we're doing it now is going into infinite. We want to be able to give you guys a better package, you know, like right now, if you go buy something, it'll come to your door in a Brown box and you'll have it. That's great. Um, moving forward, we want to do custom tagging. We want to do special boxes. We want to do special offer items that you can only get for a limited, a very limited amount of time, possibly. So there, there's going to be some like Easter egg hunt kind of stuff coming down the pipeline. We have a lot of ideas. Um, and hopefully that's going to be getting the ball rolling very soon because we want our merch to be story driven as well. Um, it's not yep. just going to be logo stuff anymore. It's going to we're we're telling stories even with our merch. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah. And Audrey, you can talk about the art side of that. Yeah, all I can really say is I am freaking pumped about this one. Um, oh, it looks so nice. I, I don't know. I think for me, when I get when I get in my headspace when it comes to illustration and like using my hands to make something, and especially for this, I mean, you know, creating this brand, the logo, the style frames, everything for this, but then also taking it as an opportunity to expand what we've done already, which I know it's kind of like, well, how much more expanding can you do? I mean, it's been a year. Uh, infinitely, um, because ha. I don't know, there's just, I know, right? <laughs> nice little loop around there. Um, there's just too much to be done. And I tell Justin this all the time that there's just so much potential that isn't even tapped yet with Vandal, including, you know, everything from the design side, merch side and everything beyond. But this I think is a great opportunity to, to see what like, you know, a different style of Vandal looks like in terms of like illustration and design and, and, uh, and just kind of keep moving us forward. But also the fact that it ties back into our original launch video, which we spent so much time on, uh, we concepted and like thought every little detail through with that. And I think being able to pull from that in this and keeping that alive and having a reason to look back at that video in this very, this, I don't want to spoil anything, but a very, very good moment, a very cool moment of the, well, I guess the pinnacle moment of the video. Yeah. Um, and having that live on in various different ways is very, very cool to me. So I'm excited to see and how I, it turns out. I will add one more thing that I'm kind of, and we use this word a lot internally, but I, I think we can say it publicly, but we're kind of treating this phase of our infancy as Vandal as the prologue. Um, mm-hmm. And this yeah. series is very much going to lean into that idea that this is just the prologue and there's a much bigger story to be told that is coming very soon. Oh, you tease, man. I know. I'm, That's a whole other We're discussion. working, man. We're over here cooking. 
I uh, it's so fun to do this stuff because it, it it's funny. Like you say, we use the word internally. That's not necessarily true. <laughs> it lives in other places. It's you out just there. Have to look for it. Um, yeah, and it's you know we 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 from the jump we said it was all in the plan. It was all part of the plan. <laughs> So everything we do, and I said this to someone when I was talking about the brand to someone the other day, everything we do is so intentional um, in the sense of shit we're doing two weeks from now, we thought of a year ago and had planned out. Yeah. And, yep. and it's it's very intentional with what we do. It is um, chaos with intention, I guess is how That's you can describe it. it. Yeah. Um, we are don't play things safe, but we do have... A reason for why we do um and we have a reason for why we exist and i think that that's a big separator of us compared to what is other quote-unquote smaller orgs is we know why we are are here we know why we're in this space and we know why we decided to create this brand and it wasn't just it'd be fun that wasn't our mindset it was the this is something we know we can all be passionate about and we think that we can really, really, really shake up the scene. Make some waves. We can make some waves. Yep. Intentional chaos. I think that is a really good way to think about it. Um, well, with that, guys, I think that's that's probably enough of a it's brain all dump teasing about we what can we've really been do up for to. One night, it's a big yeah. download. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, I think <laughs> a big old download, a yeah. couple of teasing. Um, we talked about a ton of stuff. I can't say that the next podcast, um, it's going to be no spoiler because you're about to see us look nearly identical, but <laughs> the next podcast is going to be um, kind of more focused in on Halo, um, our involvement in Halo, what we kind of have planned for Halo, and then we're going to kind of break down what we're thinking about where Halo is as a game, how 343 is doing their thing, HCS, the if and when we're going to get a beta or a flight and just kind of any and everything halo i'm really excited for that one so please guys if you haven't done so already consider subscribing to our youtube that's where this lives from a visual standpoint the podcast is also on spotify correct xavier yep and if you don't follow us on instagram and twitter please do so unfortunately someone has the at vandal on on Instagram, and they do not want to give it to Didn't us. Didn't you call him out last podcast episode too? I'm going to continue to call this guy out till he gives me the handle. I would be willing to pay for the handle. He does not want anything to do with me. Um, however, we did get the one on Twitter. So yes. on Twitter, we are at Vandal, V-A-N-D-Y-L. And on Instagram, we are at Vandal, spelled the same way, gaming. No spaces, no underscores, nothing like that. And we do plan on doing a lot more on Instagram. That is the social media that up to this point, I think we've probably been hit or miss on. We have a lot of really cool things planned for Instagram and you may be finding us on some other platforms, maybe in the future as well, dabbling on there. But if you haven't done so guys, please check us out, check the website out. Again, the merch is only available that you see here through the end of the month. We've got a new really cool line getting ready to drop. Cannot wait to tease that to you guys and show you what we've been working on there. And just know that we are working really hard to evolve this brand, to enter the Halo space and beyond as crazy as possible. We want to make a giant fucking splash, and I know that we can do it. Any last words, guys? You said it. I yeah, said it. you said it all. It's all good, man. Cool, guys. Well, till then, I'm Havy. This is Audrey. That's Xavier, and we'll see you next time. See you later, guys. guys.